Say it again. So I'm currently winning my fantasy football matchup by 37 points. They got anyone going tonight? Yes. Kirk Cousins. I think you're pretty safe. I also have uh, Mike Boone going. I, uh... He is the starting. He's starting. He's the only running back for the uh, for the Vikings. I lost Derrick Henry on Sunday morning. Yes, you did. So I was like, all right, well, that's it for me. I'm done. I still put up 120, which was respectable. I had to play uh, uh, Philip Lindsay instead of Derrick Henry, but that's, you know, pretty much a pretty huge loss for me. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I lost that game. However, I uh, in the consolation bracket of my other league, I have a 50-point lead. Uh they have, um, what's this guy's name again? Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers. The Aarons. So they need to put up twenty over 25 each. <laughs> that might happen. I looked at their accumulative points against Minnesota last time they played. It was 42. On the road? Uh, yeah. And they're at home this time? They're at home this time. Yeah. So, uh, I put what, this is a half it, point PPR, and I put up 143 points. And I'm gonna lose. <laughs> yeah, I, I had Jameis go on Saturday. I had Barkley. That Barkley did very well. He did very well. I also had Fitzpatrick on my bench and Tannehill in my starting line. So this guy has Cousins in. He initially had um, Josh Allen. I've called him Jared Allen so many times today. He called. He had Josh Allen in, and they took him out to put Fitzpatrick in. And then on Sunday morning, a waiver cleared for Kirk Cousins. So we took out Fitzpatrick uh, to put in Kirk Cousins. And what a, well, that was brutal. Well, he would have lost anyway. He'd be leading right now. Fitzpatrick had like 46 points in our league. Oh, all right. Yeah, in, in my league, he had like 30, 31. Yeah, our passing touchdowns are worth six. Okay, yeah, I think they're worth four in this league. Yeah, they are in most ones. So. And it's half-point PPR, too. I mean, it so. probably wouldn't matter because, in theory, this running back should get some points, but still ought to be sweating right now. Yeah. I think I get my money back if I uh, if I win this game, so I, I'm hoping Aaron Rodgers gets hurt or something, and I'm hoping... You never root for an injury. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a heel tonight. That's bad, that's bad I'm, juju. I'm on my, I'm on my mini-fridge. You know what I like to say? You know, you know what I like to say? Like... I hope that in the middle of the game, Aaron Rodgers decides he doesn't want to play football anymore. Yeah, he just pulls it in. Yeah, that'd be perfect. That, yeah. The ideal outcome is... He loses his smile at oh, halftime. Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah. He, uh, he, he shaves his mustache off and he... Yeah. Like, I'm, I don't want to play football and I don't want to de- wear denim. And he walks out in khakis. Yeah. And a polo shirt. This is the real me. <laughs> I'm sick of pretending. <laughs> the discount double check is not for me. Nope. Remember the discount double check? They still uh they still advertise that. Do they? Yeah. I haven't seen a uh advertise I guess I've seen advertisements during football games because I've watched the uh Sunday night games on free television. Yeah, they're they're usually uh on the one o'clock, I think. But yeah, I've seen I a lot. I'm just pirating red zone for that. I wish I could do that. You can, you can do that. You have the same games yeah, that I, I do. I could do it. I'm just yeah. Set up Cody on your Xbox, buddy. <laughs> I could. Well, uh, yeah, it's this is the Christmas episode, I guess. It's coming yeah. out on Christmas. It's coming is, out Christmas morning, which is a good idea. 
Christmas morn. Yeah. So all you, uh, we're giving a present to all you listener. This yeah, this is our gift free episode from from us to you. Yeah. Um, episode forty three. Forty three. Any Red Sox? <laughs> I was just about to say, are there any, are there any famous uh, number I, 43s? I guess we could just do any, fo- yeah, because that's a tough number to... Uh, famous players with number 43. Let's see what shows up. Just give me a list. Come, Google like surprises me. 45 has to be the Michael Jordan episode. Yeah, <laughs> or twelve. <laughs> Too late for that one. Yeah, it's true. Did, uh, uh, best athletes. I don't want the best athlete. The best athlete. No, you want someone who's famous. Jack Sigma is the only one I see. Number forty-three. Athletes. Famous number 43 in sports. See, it's just like picking top pro Drew, athletes. Drew Gooden. <laughs> Doc Gooden? Drew. <laughs> I think he... Um, let me see here. Oh, dude, Richard Petty. <laughs> the race car driver? <laughs> Famous redneck Richard Petty. <laughs> Still the king. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Richard Petty it is. But It's the not, Richard Petty episode. That's not the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, no. We need something better. Yeah. Uh, I saw Star Wars. How was it? I liked it. How was Baby Yoda? <laughs> That's a different Star Wars. Oh. I don't have Disney Plus, so I haven't seen The Mandalorian. That's a different thing? That's a different thing. Oh. There's a movie, The Last Jedi. Oh, no, The uh, the Rise of Skywalker, excuse me. And the show, The Mandalorian, is on Disney Plus. Oh, boy, I'm so happy I don't give a fuck about any of this. Yeah. I just wanted to give, like, the worst Star Wars review right. possible. Cause, yeah, I liked it. It's it's my number five favorite Star Wars movie. Is there a controversial one in the top four? Uh, maybe these two. Yeah, I go the old series. I pretty much have the same first three as everyone else. Empire, New Hope, Jedi is my one, two, three. And then the other two are The, La- uh, the Force Awakens, and which came out like four years ago now, and this one that came out. I liked them. Which one of those had Jar Jar Binks in it? Uh, Phantom Menace is my least favorite. It's about trade. It's really boring. But it has a great lightsaber battle in it. Like Darth Maul is uh, the only good thing in that movie. He's the heel, right? He's a heel, but like, you know, he's a worker. You know, he's like, yeah. he's like Ric Flair, kind of. He's he's the he's bad a, guy. He's a bumping heel. But he, yeah, but he's working hard. He's making yeah. the other guys look good. Worked a handicap match. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It was yeah. Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon against Darth Maul. Did he put him over? Uh, No, he beat one of them. Oh, so it was an elimination match? Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a three-way dance. So Darth Maul pinned Qui-Gon, and then Obi-Wan killed Darth uh, Pin Darth Maul. I'm uh, 
<laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I know what Darth Maul looks like. He kind of looks like gold dust, but red. Yeah, he's yeah. That's exactly what he is. Yeah. But he Current like, day Dustin. He was like portrayed by an actual martial artist, though. So everything he did was cool. Was it Jackie Chan? No. Was it Steve Blackman? <laughs> it was the guy who played Toad in X Men. Was it Giant Super Ninja? I don't know his name. <laughs> Giant Super Ninja, who used to be the guy who Reese. Is it Reese who was Giant Super Ninja? Uh, yeah, because that was the Yeti. Yeah. Uh, no, he wasn't Giant Super Ninja. He was just Super Ninja. It wasn't Giant Super Ninja? It was no, just Super it was Ninja? Just Super Ninja, yeah. Okay. Was it Super Ninja? Yeah. It was Reese? Okay, Reese, cool. yeah. Fam- fam- what was Reese's best gimmick? <laughs> uh, the Yeti? The, the Yeti, Super Ninja, or... Reese? Uh, or Tall Raven. I mean, Tall Raven's funny. But he had like a square head, didn't he? Yeah, and short arms. <laughs> He's like your Godzilla figure. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. yeah. But he had big arms, too. They were just kind of short, yeah. I guess I guess Reese could be like a, a Heisei series Godzilla, though. <laughs> if Re- Reese, if you're a listener... You can uh, if you, you can give us some credit when you use these for Halloween costumes. This is the Reese appreciation uh, episode. What was Reese's best match? I feel like I remember him using a stop sign one time, I but that, that also a, could have been a video game. No, that was Reese and uh, bringing a stop sign into a match. That was Raven's match, I think. Okay. I feel like Reese probably wrestled Juventud Guerrera on Thunder and lost. Listener, look that up. <laughs> I believe there is a database. <laughs> Reese, <clears throat> WCW match results. Oh yeah, Here let's we go. go. This is this is one of the best episodes we've ever done. You, you seen anything good here? So this is actually a surprisingly digestible amount of televised matches, starting in the year 1995. Uh, his he was in World War Three. That was his. First, oh yeah, he was in right? one. He was one of the many people to fall victim to the Hogan, the mega power onslaught. He uh, he he lost to Macho Man Randy Savage in that match. Yep. His second televised match was at WCW Saturday Night, January tenth, nineteen ninety six. In a I don't know how he became the contender for it, but he faced the one-man gang in a match for the United States Heavyweight Championship. Oh, yeah, big guy. This was Super Giant Ninja. It was Super Giant Ninja, okay. So it wasn't Giant Super Ninja. It wasn't Super Ninja. It was Super Giant Ninja. Super Ninja. All right, so then there's a gimmick change. Then he became Ron Studd. <laughs> Uh, in a match against Chris, one word. Chris Benoit on the August 12th, 1996 WCW Nitro. What do you think happened there? I would say Chris Benoit got, got himself a tap out. Yes. <laughs> uh, pinfall, actually. Oh, okay. Diving headbutt. On WCW Nitro, September 2nd, 1996, <laughs> Randy Savage defeated Ron Studd. All one word. On WCW Saturday night, September 4th, 1996, Lex Luger defeated Ron Studd. All right, let's skip ahead to to 98. Um, No. 
Um, We're going to do every single one because there's not a lot. God damn it. There seems like a lot of 96 in here. I don't give a shit. This isn't, this isn't Reese. This is Ron Studd. Can you just be patient? <laughs> but I want my presence now. <laughs> uh, WCW Saturday night, October 1st, 1996. Ming and the Barbarian defeated John Tenta and Ron Studd. Ron and John. Ron John. <laughs> I want that's where Pete that's where Diddy got it from. Or is he Ron John or is he Sean John? He's Sean John. Ron John's a surfboard company. It's his twin brother. Yeah. WCW Saturday night, October eighth, nineteen ninety six. Two weeks in a row. Ron Studd defeated What? Jack Boot. <laughs> okay. Who is Jack Boot? No idea. I'm going to look that one you up. You look up Jack Boot. I, I'll keep going there. Yeah. WCW Saturday Night Taping, October 16th, 1996. Ron Studd defeated Chavo Guerrero Jr. Yeah, makes sense. I'd book that. Winning streak for Ron Studd. He's also been on TV three weeks in a row at this point. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to interject here. Okay. Uh, Jack Boot. Jack Boot. None other... Than Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, he's on a two-match winning streak, three weeks in a row on television. So uh, those checks are coming in. Yeah. WCW Nitro, October 21st, 1996. Jeff Jarrett defeated Ron Studd by submission. Ain't he great? Ain't he great? World War Three, November 24th, 1996. Defeated by the Giant yep. in World War Three. Yep, I remember that. Now, sometimes you got to see what happens with a new partner. December 4th, 1996, Ming and the Barbarian defeat Roadblock and Ron Studd. Oh, yeah, that's a good tag team. Now, on Nitro, March 16th, 1998, this is almost, this is a year and a half, pretty much. Yep. No televised matches. He went through a bit of a... Reboot. Diamond Dallas Page defeated Reese. Yep. On Nitro. I imagine we're fully in flock and I was in the middle of that cool feud with. Yeah, who is he used to have Billy Kidman sit in his shoulders and carry him to the ring. Yep, I wonder. Wow, wow. Be a shame if someone ripped that off. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Luke Perry Jr. <laughs> they were ripping them off. I think they were ripping off uh Little Guido and uh, Big Sal. That's true. Yeah. Who ripped off Reese and Kidman? No, I think they did it earlier. <laughs> did they? Oh, maybe not. No. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Sal was at the end. It was towards the end. Yeah, I think you're right. Rest in peace. Rest, Rest in, in Reese. <laughs> uh, a thorn in his side like there's ever been one. March 31st, 1998, the, the Barbarian defeated Reese. Yep. Never could quite get one over on the Barbarian. He's a tough man. Tough man to beat. WCW Thunder. Reese defeated Chavo Guerrero Jr. Ah. Chavo Guerrero Jr. just cannot get over that hump. No, he, he's not a, he's not good against the big guys, but you put him against one of the smaller guys and he'll give him a good match. WCW Thunder, June 4th, 1998. Reese defeated Hammer. Oh, all right. This is, must have the been after the defection. The, the flock explodes. Yeah. Uh, but on June 9th, Saturday night taping, uh, no, June, 
I don't know. Whatever the fuck it is. I guess it doesn't really make sense. Uh, Hammer defeated Reese. Wow. Got his W back. 50, 50 booking doesn't put butts in the seats, pal. WCW, the Great American Bash, 1998. Reese defeated by... Hooventud Guerrero, wow. you did it. <laughs> I must have subliminally known. Like, I, it must have been in my subconscious that that match had happened. But, uh, yeah, that's one of those WCW shows I, I never watch back because it's garbage. Like, yeah. I, I think Sting and Giant was the main event for the tag titles. It was a one-on-one match for the tag belts. Oh, so stupid. Yeah. But that's WCW. Uh... He's had he had two more televised matches, all in June of '98. He was. Uh, can you guess what? Can you pick with you? It's one of them I remember. So, uh, probably him against Saturn. Well, that's one of them. And that's not even <laughs> the one I thought you'd get. Uh, who would Reese be in line to face at the beginning of their run in 1998? Uh, I I really don't. Know. I'm. Going to guess someone dumb and probably wrong, but giant. No, Goldberg. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Get a big man in that's in that jackhammer. Yeah, that, yep, that makes sense. Goldberg and Saturn. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So Reese with Oh no, I, I missed one. He wasn't he, in World War Three ninety eight? He was not. Oh wow. <laughs> Horace and Reese defeated Hammer and Juventud Guerrera. So you know. Size advantage. Yeah. Why didn't Horace do the job? Oh, Horace has had his had it in. I think his his dad was uh, someone. Wow, Horace's list is much longer. Let's see. <laughs> I don't think this is the Horace appreciation episode. No, I'm just curious. Oh wow, there's a lot more. Uh... Yeah, there's more than one page. Gross. Yeah, we don't have to do that. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, that's Ron Reese. Uh, a career retro- retrospective. A career retrospective, WCW. So, and this is our our, our annual our, <laughs> Ron a, our annual Ron Reese appreciation uh, from this day forward, December twenty third. My heart will no longer be my father's birthday. It'll it will, be Ron which, Reese which, appreciation. Which, which happy day. birthday, Dad! It's Ron Reese appreciation day. <laughs> so get ready to celebrate next year. Yep. Now it's assuming he's still alive. We could probably get Ron Reese to do this for like five bucks. <laughs> he is 50 years old yeah well I have to get this message out to the people happy Ron Reese day happy Ron Reese day uh, ring names for Ron Reese Big Bomb Jones Big Ron Stud I feel like someone would have been upset about that had they been alive when it happened uh, Evil. He was a man named Evil. Um, he could have been Sir Ron because Reese backwards is Sir with an E in there. <laughs> Part of the uh, the Blue Bloods or whatever. Uh, he was also called Vanilla Gorilla. Hey, Brock Lesnar was too. <laughs> was he? Yeah. Where? Uh, like, as I just remember that. From like SmackDown, I think it was Taz calling him that. Oh, it was just what does he call him? Soup bones? 
Ham hocks. Ham hocks. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Ron Reese, uh, 2019 is coming to an end. You have any uh, favorite uh, or least favorite stuff to talk about? Yeah, give me a subject. You sent me a text about uh, that. I, I'd like to. I'd like it to be pretty obscure. Uh, what was the best cuckold angle of 2019? Um. Ooh, notification. I mean, the Mike Bennett one. Yeah, got him on TV. Yeah, that's true. He had a good theme song. I love the theme song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I definitely go Lashley, Rusev. Well, I mean, it's more of a classic cuckold angle because that's there's a I mean. there's a there's a bull. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like a, what do you think a bull's gonna look like? Too. <laughs> like, you know all about this. Yeah, I just enjoy the uh, the absurdity of it all. How it how they went there. Yeah, I, and I also like how they. St- <laughs> they cuckold in Mike Bennett's angle and took it for their own. Yeah, uh, no, Mike Bennett. Mike Bennett got double cucked. He got double cucked. Uh, poor guy. Yeah, but uh, who was the? Uh, I don't know. What was what was your match of the year? Uh, that's easy. Assuming it happened this year, I can't remember what happened this year. It definitely happened this year because we did the podcast for it. No, it was it was Dustin Cody. Okay, I think that's mine too. Uh, very simple match, but I can't. I, I honestly couldn't remember if that was this year or not. It was like six months ago. Yeah, that was June. At uh, was that double or nothing? Yeah, that was uh, yeah, I think it was double or nothing. But that's I think that's mine too. Or was it called All Out? No, All Out was September. Okay. So uh, yeah, I think we agree there. I don't know. What was what was your best fig of the year? The one that I attained. Yeah. Best fig of the year that I got this year. I got a cool Steve Carino. <laughs> I got those weird ECW prototypes. <laughs> or like pre-production stuff. They're not really prototypes, but I got a. Oh, I got the. All right, if we're gonna go obscure, I got the the complete set of CMLL San Francisco toy makers. Nice, those are fun. <laughs> I uh, I definitely go my rude. Rick Rude and Heart Foundation. Um, Heart Foundation. I don't know if I got those this year or last year, but Rude definitely is my my best figure. It's always front and center. Yeah, in the Omega spot. He's in the Omega spot. Um, someone made a sweet uh, LJN style Omega custom, and I didn't. I didn't buy it. No. It was probably way too much money anyway. But th- that would have been nice to have. They ha- they even had his like hand out in the uh, doing the gun, th- doing the gun thing. I think his his other hand was like raised up like this. I think they used Mean Gene's left hand, but oh. not his arm. Uh, they probably used someone else's arm because it was like muscular and stuff. It was uh, Paul Orndorff. Yeah. <laughs> no, it must have been uh, Ricky Steamboat. It must have been Ricky Steamboat. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of what I would use. 
Because you got to use one that's got a, he's he got a physique on him. Yeah. It must have been Steamboat with uh, Ted Arcidi's head. Really? <laughs> Easiest to cut off. Well, they probably used someone else, like molded a different face and put it on because Ted Arcidi had the hair. And that shitty beard. <laughs> can hey, you man. can you make us get that? I don't give a fuck beard. So uh, I saw a funny uh, thing about Kenny Omega this week. It was AEW's book Kenny Omega the way you thought WWE would. That's true. <laughs> I'm just like, yep. Because like he had like he was very popular in 2016, 2017, and now I feel like I don't know. Not as popular anymore. Yeah, wait till next year. When they book them right. I think as soon as 20, they they knew that they had to get other people <laughs> over before they before they just started putting over the Bucks and Kenny Omega. I don't know if you watched BTE this week. But I uh, actually did. Uh, all right. <laughs> uh, the, you can tell they don't have TV this week because they tried to advance storylines. Yeah, the, the Bucks were... Uh, like sitting around moping, and <laughs> Nick just is just like, "We should have booked ourselves to be." <laughs> <laughs> the uh, with at the at the Christmas party, yeah, and he's throwing those punches. That was a good wink and a nod. So, did you watch that happen? The match? Uh, no, those punches happen live. Yeah, I watched it uh, on TV, and I was like, "Wow, that was pretty bad." And but like, I didn't think like it'd be like this big deal. Oh, there was other punches that were really bad? On AEW. Okay, I was talking about the ones on BTE. Oh, no, no, no. That, that, what BTE did was uh, sort of a, a joke like about that. So on AEW, the, the Creepers for the Dark Order were beating up Dustin Rhodes and uh, the Bucks and uh, SCU. And one of the Creepers was like punching Dustin Rhodes and like... Not anywhere near, like basically the way Matt was punching the, the the bean. Oh, right, so there they were was what he was doing in the ring with Dustin Rhodes. Do they just like instead of like acknowledging? Well, they do acknowledge all their botches, but they do it on the show. They they've been lately. Yeah, <laughs> well, I know that Christopher Daniels did that. Yeah, and some people say were saying that they did it on purpose for. Storyline gimmick, like, eh, I don't know about that. No, I think they turned it into a storyline gimmick after it he, happened. Yeah. Because um, he's been, bo- he did another botch this week. He's like, is this my new thing? <laughs> we might have done it intentionally this week. Yeah, oh, yeah, for, that's what I mean. Like, he did it, another botch. The whole episode last week was about his botch. And now this week he did another one. It's like, oh, my God. I think Roos is going, it's brilliant. <laughs> Bro, it's what a, what a, it's what TNA should have been doing ten years ago with this guy, bro. Just going out there and messing up his moves. Vince, you know that he was the only one on the show that wasn't messing up his moves, right? <laughs> bro, that's because we had the six sided ring, bro. They didn't know which way to throw the other guy. What about the knockouts? I oh, I got nothing. Bro, they can't wrestle anyway. It's just wrestling, bro. Who cares? Oh, goddamn. That's why we call you shit stain. 
What do you think Jim Cornette's getting for Christmas? Uh, his job back? <laughs> no. I think his job is being a podcast person. I think his job is just to yell about AEW. Yeah. He's angry AEW, Statler, and Waldorf. I think he's. I think AEW are Democrats, and he is Alex Jones, and that's his job now is just to be the Alex Jones of wrestling. Goddamn, they can't. They can't wrestle. They they can't work. Jungle Boy's okay though. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jungle Boy and, and Luchasaurus and Chris Jericho, but everyone else is terrible. He likes Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. He likes them a lot, yeah. But he doesn't work like a big guy. He should hate Luchasaurus in my head. No, he's a, he's a big guy, but he can keep up with the style. <laughs> when are we going to find out that Jim Ross hates AEW? I think we already know that. Like You can hear it. What's going to leak? I, I think Jim Ross commentates for <laughs> AEW because he wants to do weekly commentary for a wrestling show. Yeah, yeah. And he can't do it for WWE anymore. Yeah, no, that's, I feel like that's very, very obvious. So, I don't know if the way he talks about AEW would be any different than the way he, he would talk about current WWE. I feel like he'd hate current WWE even more. Maybe. Um, but, yeah, AEW, like, some of the stuff you can tell he just does not like it at all. Because he won't put it over. Like when they talk about uh, every time I die guy, uh, the butcher, the boy, and the bunny. Yeah. Like when he talks about them, he's just like, so who are they? Like he can't get their names right. Like it was never properly explained to him. He doesn't get it at all and he just botches it every time. And I think at this point, he's like, I don't even care if I get it wrong. <laughs> they don't need him. Who? Jim Ross. I think it's more of a, like, they don't need each other. But, like, let's just mutually benefit from each other type of thing. Him and Excalibur or AEW? Uh, AEW. I don't know. It does kind of, like, I think it's funny, but I, it does kind of take the piss out of it a little bit. Yeah, well, he's not being, like, yelled at in his headpiece to be like, don't make fun of this, goddammit. You gotta sell this stuff like it's brilliant. I mean, a little bit of that would be nice. I mean, you don't have to remind me about the Twitter every five seconds. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying go full Michael Cole, but, like, I mean, do pretend that you like it. I think, or, or, like, bring in a guest commentator for, like, the Janela matches or something. Well, they, they kind of do that for AEW Dark. Yeah, didn't they have, like, Vicky Guerrero and fucking Joey Janela on the other day? Uh, by the way, Joey Janela's commentary is just nothing but shots at Jim Cornette. <laughs> I didn't hear him do it. He said, um, uh, who was in the ring at the time? Um, I think he said, hang, no, Hangman Page is the type of guy who would strap a bucket of maple syrup to his back and motorbike across Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? <Yeah. laughs> And then he could call himself uh, Jelly Janela, and then he had a jelly belly. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It was like the whole match. I couldn't even watch it. I was just like, "Oh my!" Like uh, Excalibur said, "Jesus Christ!" No less than three times when he was commentating <laughs> with him. 
<laughs> like, was it, f- like, all of it funny? It, like, was, it, it was mostly funny. Is it worth watching just because of his commentary? Because Vicky Guerrero is kind of like... What the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, playing along with it, too. Like, she's a good sport. But you could tell she was just like, dude, you're fucking <laughs> I wish that Dalton Castle did a commentary for them. Like they like he did it all in, yeah. Or at least for the royal, the battle royal, because all it was is pretty much him making gay jokes or like gay, like coming on the men stuff. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, they just make some Pat Patterson jokes, talk about bananas and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was a little more like, uh, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a battle royal. Hmm. I was the Ring of Honor champion with boys. Hmm. <laughs> your, uh, your Dalton Castle isn't bad. Hmm. <laughs> I love Dalton Castle. I almost call him Dalton Hardcastle a lot, but... So elaborate on your infatuation with the Dalton Castle. I like the boys. All right. Are they in cars? I like boys in cars, boys in feathers... Ring of Boys of Honor. <laughs> <laughs> Bo. Ba. I saw him versus Christopher Daniels in a building one time. He didn't win the championship, but everyone thought he was gonna. That was pretty cool. I saw. Then I heard that really awesome theme oh, yeah. song that he used in Ring of Honor. I think it was Kaz's band. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kaz's band reminded me of, like, a band I would see at, like, an Elks show when I was, like, 15 around here. It probably is, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad the wrestling's going well for him. Yeah. (laughs) Keep doing that. I I don't know why TNA stuff. I mean, I haven't watched the TNA channel in a little while, but I keep seeing him with his Antonio Banderas hair, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, he shouldn't have got rid of it. <laughs> I don't think he can't have it anymore. Uh, poor guy. Sorry. <laughs> Most people with long hair who go bo- who shave their head bald probably had the long hair just a little too long. <laughs> I've you had know, long hair for Kaz, Blue. Yeah. I uh, think Blue knew he was losing it, so he he got it in while he could. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he didn't like lose it. It just got really thin in the front. Yeah. Which is what mine is too, and I'm doing the exact same thing. So. Yeah. Um, I'm New Blue. What's up, New Blue? Hi it's, everyone. I'm New Blue. It's the New Blue. Welcome to the New Blue. Let me tell you about gear, boys. <laughs> also, I'm wearing a I'm wearing a truck stop hat right now too, so I'm really on brand <laughs> for new blue. Your sister, she knows what gear is. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> Your sister knows. My dad, not interested in any puffs. Ah, just a little bit of puff, Johnny. <laughs> just a puff, Johnny. <laughs> what are you smoking that queer weed? Ah, you're too hippie smoking dope? <laughs> My dad's Roddy Piper. Uh, I still- hey, I made you a bologna sandwich for lunch there. 
Ozzy old Piper, uh, you know, just a little bit of smoke, boys. That's all I want. <laughs> Your old Piper's good. <laughs> hey, you got kids, Mr. Maniac? Nah, nah. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> He's brilliant on that show when he was on it. <laughs> he was really good at the pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knows how to sell. I like after the first episode with the maniac, like people are like, is Roddy Piper okay? Like, yeah, he was acting. No, he's really, he's really, he's the really the maniac. Yeah. yeah. He, what, what do you have? Chestnuts in his car? A bucket, uh, uh, yeah, a plastic paint bucket full of chestnuts. <laughs> I would, should probably catch up on that show. I'm down, I'm only behind like six seasons. Oh, uh, yeah. It, it, it stays pretty good. Um, I've been falling behind in the season, but I'm, 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 I probably have like four or five episodes to watch. Okay. Yeah. I've, I remember that show being really good. They had a group chat episode, which is why I started using like peaches and fists and eggplants <laughs> <laughs> in my conversations. You sent me a peach and an eggplant today. And yeah. what did I say? Um, you talked about it being a healthy dinner. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, but the eggplant's supposed to be a dick, and the peach is supposed to be a butt. Yeah. Yeah. So I was basically sending you a text about nothing. Yeah. And then, and then Rachel said you were my mistress, but like, what do you call a man mistress? A manstress. A manstress? <laughs> <laughs> that's better uh, than misters, because that's what I said. Yeah. So... Yeah, menstruous, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't Sorry, care. Rachel. <laughs> yeah. You just ravened her. <laughs> eh, but anyway. <laughs> oh, you didn't really do it to her. She didn't ask you. Yeah, but, you know, I feel like she deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raven had a hilarious... If you like Carl Anderson on Twitter you sh- or social media, you would like Raven, too. Uh, someone posted... Uh, a GIF. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm working heel. Uh, <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> someone posted a GIF of Raven doing a dive over the top rope onto someone I forget who laying on a table on the outside, and like it was bad, but like you could tell he was like just like doing it and hadn't practiced it, and he said he he bragged about it being like the least graceful dive in the business. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Is he on Instagram? Uh, it might have been Twitter. Well, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I have. Uh, I've muted a lot of Twitter, so that's pretty great. Raven, not Ravens. I think he might be the Raven effect. Five thousand five hundred thirty-three followers. Six hundred minutes. <laughs> Raven believes his life is actually a long-running TV series starring him. He's debuting on strike. He's debating on striking. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like his his brand of humor. Uh, I'm gonna also check him out on the gram. It also says it hasn't been updated since October 2017. Oh, it doesn't have the. Uh, it doesn't have the blue dot, so I can't. I don't trust it. I don't trust anything without the dot. I mean, it looks legit, but 
but it also hasn't been updated in a long time. I don't know. Without a blue dot, I, I don't I would say Raven Raven would get a blue dot. He was on the cover of Revenge. That's it's true. Worthy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has the blue dot on the Twitter too. I just feel like he, if he uh if he was active he would have a a blue dot. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Something in my eye. A thorn? It's probably hair. You got a thorn in your eye? Speaking of thorn in your eye. Yeah, see, Raven has the blue dot. Uh, oh, I'm sure he d- on Twitter he does. I feel like he would... Sloppiest time of the business. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's, how he, that's how he did all his dives. Yeah, I just, I just like how proud of him. <laughs> He's just like, yeah. Is that El Dandy? I, it might be, yeah. Oh, Dandy's got some he's, cool tights. He's a bang-up guy, you know? He's a jam-up guy. <laughs> El Dandy's been fighting in the cruiserweight division. Hey, who are you to to doubt El Dandy? Hill <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bret Hart is underrated Bret Hart. Oh, I was going to bring this up, so I've been watching a lot of WCW Bret Hart stuff lately, and... Uh, he's kind of awesome in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, even if his segment's garbage, like, the way he just kind of doesn't care is great. Because, like, once he turns heel, it's it's amazing. Because he just works like such a dickhead. Like, he will work it, like, as almost as a baby face just to be a heel. Like, it's pretty awesome. He extra baby faces to heal it up? Yeah. yeah. He, Kurt, he does the Kurt Angle? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And like he'll just get up and like work real slow. I watched him versus Goldberg at Starcade, which was actually a good match. Up until up until the finish, which is dog do. When when he gets hurt is pretty much the finish anyway. Uh, throughout the match, like one uh, Billy Silverman, the referee, eats shit on the outside from I think uh, wait, Goldberg punch. There's a ref bump in a WCW match. <laughs> this match, the story of this match is how many refs take a ref bump. <laughs> So Billy, so like he legit eats shit, like getting knocked out to the outside. Like they just throw him hard into the guardrail. And I was like, ooh, it's a little guy to take such a hard bump. So then uh, Little Nate comes down, he takes a punch, and he's out. Uh, another ref comes down. I don't know who it was, but he gets hurt almost immediately. <laughs> um, so there's no ref for a little while. And then Brett gets hurt. And then Roddy Piper comes down with. Brett putting Goldberg in the sharpshooter and very like there's a sloppy Montreal screw job. It was just like what like, the fuck am I doing? Kind of like ring the bell. Like the fortieth one they've done. Yeah. Well, that was, I think this was the fir- one of forty. It was two. I, it would have been two. One of forty was the uh, was the, the first night that Bret Hart was in WCW. Well, the first pay per view at least. It was a Sting Hogan match. That wasn't really the Montreal. Like that was more like uh uh, I guess, yeah. I'll count it. I'll give it to you. So that's, and then the next year they redid it in Survivor Series and WWF. Yeah, they've they've faked the Montreal screw job sixty times now. Yeah, it's really it really has zero effect anymore. Yeah, it's dumb. Like WCW did it so much though. Ugh. 
So well, they it, squeezed a lot in. They were only around like a year and a half after fucking two. <laughs> what two years after the Montreal screw job? Four. Three and a half, technically, but yeah. Uh, ninety seven was a screw job, and then oh one. Oh, they did get to oh one. Oh my god. <laughs> They're too. Watching back, or looking back at their 2000, it's pretty surprising. Like, you think if you hate AEW, like, go back and watch, like, anything in WCW after 97. And, like, you'd be hard-pressed not to be like, no, AEW is way better. Well, I mean, what about TNA? Is it better or worse than bad TNA? Uh, bad TNA was so bad, I stopped watching it. Like, I didn't watch TNA from, like, 2008. Until, until now, until like Hogan came in, and then I watched it while Hogan came in for like two weeks, and then I was like, "This is garbage. It still sucks. I can't watch this." What a terrible time for wrestling. Uh, twenty ten, yeah. I, I think I think oh eight to twenty ten were probably the two, the three worst years of wrestling that I can remember. You remember the first episode of Hogan and Bischoff, the new Monday Night Wars? Remember what happened on Raw? Oh yeah, Brett came out and hugged Sean, and said, "You're all forgiven," and then. McMahon came down and kicked him in the dick. Yep. <laughs> Week two of the new Monday Night Wars. Do you remember what happened? No. Jack Swagger won the heavyweight championship. <laughs> Gross. Did he win it on SmackDown, though? He won it on Raw. Huh. Impressive. So uh, they knew that they had squashed that Monday Night War the first Monday. Well, the first... But it was the first Monday they did it in January, and then everything was on Thursday until like they moved in April. Was that how it worked? Um, if it was, because if, if that was the case, then it was the because Swagger won the Money in the Bank in at WrestleMania in April, and the first night they uh, had the Monday Night Wars technically was Bret Hart's return on Raw, and Hogan and Flair debuting on TNA. It was and that, and that was in January. I don't think it. I think it would have been the uh, wouldn't have been the one off when it was when it, when it regularly started to be on Mondays. Okay. So maybe it was the two and three, yeah. and not one and two. Yeah. In the way you're looking at it. Okay. This is getting very sense. confusing. I think. Whatever. <laughs> was was uh, the Monday Night War the new Monday Night War the worst thing that happened in this decade in wrestling? You might be right. No, wrestling was pretty bad before then, too. The whole end of the, what are the, the aughts? Yeah. The the 20, the 20 zeros? Yeah. The end of the aughts was pretty terrible. Well, that was when they started doing the guest host era. Yeah. And that was, like, pretty much, like, trying to be a variety TV show with, like, wrestling sprinkled in sometimes. Super Cena... That ba- was awful, yeah. Bad divas. Uh, everyone looked the same. Everyone had short hair and It was like tattoos. two years too late on the new metal. Four. Five, four years too late on the new metal. Like it, Everything about it kind of sucked. There wasn't really anything for you, and except for you had the chance at CM Punk versus Benoit, but someone had to go and ruin that. Yeah. That's too bad. Uh, you know. Yeah, like 2007, had, had, 2008, just wrestling sucked. Yeah, it really sucked in 2007. I mean, at least as far as, like, high budget. Like, I didn't watch Ring of Honor then or any of that shit. 
Yeah, those all DVDs for me. Like, I wasn't paying for pay-per-views at that point. Like, no way. <laughs> no. I was poor. You watch WrestleMania. I, I, I would watch WrestleMania with friends so I could we could keep costs down. And that would pretty much be the only wrestling we would purchase for the year. Maybe the, the Royal Rumble, too. I'll take that back. When's the Rumble this year? Same time it is every year. What day is what I'm saying? Is it the it's, end of the January or the beginning? The, it's the weekend of the Pro Bowl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're smart. Yep. <laughs> can't book a lick, but they're smart. No, <laughs> they can't. They could not book themselves out of the rut they're in, I don't think. Couldn't book themselves out of a paper bag. So what was the best thing that happened in wrestling in this decade? In this decade? Yeah. The, uh, the post-aughts? The, yeah, the... 2010s? 2010 through 2019. Summer of Punk was good? I was going to say it was CM Punk uh, sort of making wrestling fun again for a lot of people. Yeah. Because it was really stinking for a while. It was really, that was, that's what ended the part that we were just talking about. Was yeah. It really, and wrestling after that point really started getting way better, too. Like, more emphasis on the ring-ring stuff. Like, even guys they, like, sort of, sort of shoved down your throat, like Sheamus and Roman Reigns, could at least fucking wrestle a good match. Yeah. So, yeah, wrestling after Punk kind of went off and on a scripted promo, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, like a very calculated promo. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say that was the best thing. That was probably the turning point. The best thing? Might have been. I don't know. Wrestling was good for a little bit in, like, spurts. Yeah. Like it when, still is kind of, too. When, when, um, when SmackDown went live, it was really good for a little while. That's true. It was different. They brought back uh, the, uh, what do we call it, the cheerleaders. Spirit Squad. Oh, Spirit Squad? They brought back Spirit Squad and the Headbangers. And Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, then he got hurt, like, immediately. The Headbangers wrestled a few matches. Yep. They were in the tag team tournament. I think the Spirit Squad, uh, too. But they were involved in storyline, too. They were part of the Dolph Ziggler and Miz storyline. Yep. Speaking of which, uh, they're moving towards Daniel Bryan and the Miz being a tag team. They're Why? going in that direction. Why? Just because it's fun. So Miz can turn heel again, and all, the, all will be right with the world? Yeah, Miz, like Daniel Bryan's good as a heel, but he's definitely way better as a babyface. Uh, Miz is good as a babyface, but he's definitely way better as a heel. The problem with Daniel Bryan being a heel is he's a great heel. The only people that will recognize that are people like you and me who don't care whether they're a babyface or a heel at all. It's true, yeah. Anyone that's like that cheers the babyface and boos the heel isn't gonna boo that heel. <laughs> boo that heel. He's he's a uh, he's uh he's not for the marks. He's for the smarks. So uh, to split away from wrestling for a second, I just want to get your take on this. Uh, do you know who J.K. Rowling is? That's the guy who wrote the Goosebumps books? No, that's Arl Stein. 
the, you're very warm though. The fat yeah. lady who wrote the Harry Potter books. She's not fat. She's skinny. Is she? Yeah. I thought she was fat for some reason. No, I think you're thinking of Stephanie Byers who wrote the uh... Bernstein Bears. No. <laughs> Her name's not Bernstein. <laughs> um, I mean, the person who wrote the Bernstein Bands book wasn't like Thomas J. Bernstein. Yeah, it was the the two the husband and wife Bernsteins. Really? That was that. That's why they named the Bernstein Bears because they were their creation. So the authors were named Bernstein. What a bunch of fucking assholes! Yeah, what but a bunch I, of okay. Continue. <laughs> That's that's so, very egotistical to do that. So J.K. Rowling uh, wrote the Harry Potter books, and uh, like a lot of kids younger than us grew up reading them. I I read them too, and I liked them, and uh, the movies were fun. And uh, she always wrote about like inclusiveness and the Libby stuff. What did she? What did? She, what right thing did she do? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, so, do you know what a turf is? Uh, I mean, and sh- no. A turf is a feminist woman who's like you think is like super liberal and stuff, but then she like discriminates against trans women because they don't think they should be included in women activities. Okay, so they wind up going so far left that they're on the right now. Uh, okay, so I forget what the abbreviation is, but it's like sort of like a almost like a slur for people who act who act like this because a lot of feminists are like who cares like just be a good person and then some of them are just kind of like yeah but be a woman though like some of them are like female supremacists and uh, i guess some woman got fired for saying anti-trans stuff blah 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 and then our uh jk rowling tweeted support <laughs> for you it. up yeah jk rowling tweeted support for it and or for the woman and like saying she shouldn't have been fired for it and now like her fan base is just in shambles. Really? Yeah. They're always like, what the fuck? Like, they hate it. Like, I don't know if you know about, like, the author of Ender's Game. I forget his name. But, like, he came out as, like, a homophobe and a racist and lost a lot of support. Um, so the same thing. Like, it might be, like, cancel J.K. Rowling at this point and, like, Harry Potter. Wow. That would, <laughs> that would be a, a big win for trans people. To kill J.K. Rowling. To ki- if you could cancel Harry Potter. <laughs> well, Harry Potter is about, is about inclusiveness and stuff. It's like the whole story is about like how these like right wing magicians try like hate like not pure blood magicians. They like, they call them mudbloods, and like they're like about like magical suppre- They're basically the KKK of magical people. <laughs> Hmm. So, it's kind of weird how we ended up here. <laughs> I just wanted to get your take on uh, how you feel about J.K. Rowling sort of just, like, not giving a fuck about her fan base. She shouldn't do that. Yeah. I'm, I like that... Um, I don't like it when... I don't like it when people cancel people yeah, for, doing, it, for doing particular things. Yeah. But I think if you come out and agree with something like that, which is, like... You're agreeing with someone's hate speech. Yeah. That, like, I like that they will turn on the person who created something that they love because all fucking libtards are Harry Potter cucks. <laughs> <laughs> all libtards are Harry Potter cucks. That's a good name of the episode. It's already the yeah, it's appreciation. It's already the recent appreciation episode. I'm glad but, we have a better name for it. <laughs> 
Because I don't want to call it that. I mean, it shows that they're not that people like who care about that aren't just like attacking things that are so far to their jurisdiction that that like it's not like uh, the dude from Duck Dynasty they're they're upset about. Like they probably like Harry Potter. Yeah. Every dork likes Harry Potter. I like Harry Potter. You okay, dork? <laughs> They're good movies. <laughs> I've never seen any of them. Huh. They could be great. I don't know. The first two are directed by the guy who did Home Alone. Uh, what's his name? Christopher Columbus. So they have that sort of kids' movie feel to it. I thought Christopher Columbus was canceled too. Was he? Oh no, the different. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> not the explorer. <laughs> <laughs> the, the director. Of okay, I would say he's probably fucking old. Yeah, um, very old, unnaturally old, um, pro- possibly dead. I'll have to look into it. <laughs> Google is Christopher Columbus dead. Uh, <laughs> I want to see if that shows up. <laughs> like, if you you Google is someone really old dead? <laughs> is Abraham Lincoln actually dead? <laughs> Lincoln, is Abraham Lincoln dead is the first thing that shows up when I do is Abraham Lincoln D. <laughs> is, is, what what, sh- what shows up? Yeah, nothing good. All right. I guess he's dead. Yeah. Um, uh, assassinated by a man named John Wilkes Booth. Isn't he the guy who... Was with Will Ferrell and Step Brothers? <laughs> no, that's... Uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name again? John Wilkes Booth? No, uh, John C. Riley. Oh. <laughs> oh, John Wilkes Booth is the is Steve Brule. <laughs> yeah, his name is John C. Riley. Oh, that's the same guy from Step Brothers? Yes. Oh, wow. Well, who's the guy from Dewey Cox then? I thought that was John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> That's John C. Riley. <laughs> oh, maybe I just thought they were the two different people. <laughs> I had them mixed up this entire time. <laughs> There's no way you're serious about this. What? What? You thought John C. Riley was two different people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bearded John C. Riley, clean shaven John C. Riley. Yeah, he's in disguise. He's an actor. He did a good job. <laughs> he's an actor. <laughs> what? I don't know. Uh, is this Hulk's the one? They say your heart is made out of stone. You got me hanging by a string. My friends don't tell me you're back to the bone. Won't you please give your bone to me? Whoa, you're the one, the only one. Hope the only one for me. Whoa, he's the man, the only man. He's much less racist than Terry. From that very first look You got me down on my knees When you turned on the charm I heard the alarm I should have called the police Whoa, you're the one The only one Oh, the only 
don't have so much sushi. Yeah, put a little strength, brother. You're the one, the only one Oh, the only one for me Well, he's the man, the only man Oh, God, I can't eat My friends don't tell me I'm under your spell But I'm too blind to see You held on so strong And then you are gone Turn the lights out on me Whoa, you're the one The only one Oh, the only one for me Yeah!